All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? Hello? Hello? Now, I know how hard this is for everybody. A lot of us have been very angry, very worried for a long time. But don't be afraid to speak honestly. What do you mean, bitch? You took my fucking rock! What the hell you expect? Shutting stereotype and shattering stigma of being an alcoholic or addict in recovery. This is the Sense Right Now podcast. The podcast of SenseRightNow.com and Clean and Sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R. guy was great whatever his name was in the movie yeah he was doing push-ups and well, then he gets asked to do that line all the time yeah i've got street but i've got tons of <laughs> questions about that dude about yeah. rehab and about family group? family night family group. is that a thing yeah oh. when they actually you can actually but open meetings yeah absolutely yeah. i used to go to a sunday open meeting and there were people that bring their wives and husbands uh-huh. and um sometimes their kids and just to expose them to, you know, yeah. <laughs> expose them to alcohol, raw, de- to this disease, right? Detoxing nerves. To the, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Expose them um, to violence. <laughs> so, it's a family groups thing, and uh, just to back up, we're uh, we're doing a uh, recover, rewind, review of Michael Keaton's rehab detox. A a twelve step recovery classic, uh, clean and sober. Which I know I saw. I saw. I'm certain. Well, before I was even thinking about, mm-hmm. probably even it, remotely out of denial. I don't know why I would have seen it other than I really, really liked Michael Keaton back yeah. in the day. And this was like at his peak. 1988. Um, 1988. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it was like I think it was what he did right before he did Batman. Yeah, it was so, the same year as Beetlejuice. Yeah, he so he was on fire. Those two movies, which clean is and crazy. sober and Beetlejuice. Wow. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't think it resonated with me. I don't think I got it. Right. But you know, all these years later, that just the phrase "clean and sober" is what has has stuck with me since I have been clean and sober. Right. And um, you know, I know people hate that they get used together now, but whatever. So anyway, we, I watched it. I watched it. Jeff watched it, and Matt. I read the screenplay. You pompous. But no, it was it was really pompous to me. And <laughs> but here's the thing with the director's notes. No, 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 no. But here's the thing. Before you read a screenplay, don't, if you really want to ruin it, then be mindful of who the actors are playing every role, because then you're going to recreate the movie in your head with the accuracy of the cast, and it's never going to be good in your head. So I had Michael Keaton's mullet and Morgan Freeman and, you know, yeah, it was Emmett Walsh and all the actors who... I, I was right. aware of the roles they played, so in reading it, it was like... And who, who wrote it? A guy named uh, Todd Collins, with one D, and he was a writer for National Lampoon's magazine um, through the 70s, and he wrote one other movie, 1982, it was National Lampoon's Movie Madness. Hmm. Obviously, totally wacky, yeah. screwball comedy. Yeah. Um, interestingly, just a side note, he wrote a comedy, a fish-out-of-water comedy in the late 70s about an Eskimo, <laughs> and no, and seriously, now this this apparently this movie's been in passed through the hands of Chris Farley, Jim Belushi, John Candy, wow. and uh, another fat dead guy. Wow! And so the joke, think it's they a think it's a cursed screenplay. Wow! But the the point being, yeah, this was the only serious thing he ever, he ever created. He wow. he wrote it and wow. he produced it. So he obviously um, must have been one of us. Sober. Yeah, and you know I couldn't find that information out because that was my first thought. Was yeah. How do you go from yeah. movie madness and you know mm-hmm. Eskimo hijinks to <laughs> clean and sober? So right, well, isn't well. it like a, who's the the permanent midnight elf guy? Oh, who wrote that? Right, who, who's the guy? The guy that Jerry wrote Jerry Stahl? 
Yeah, the guy that wrote Alf. Yeah, wrote. Yeah, wrote Permanent Mid- Midnight, which was autobiographical. Right. Yeah, Jerry, seems, Jerry Stahl. Yeah. yeah. So, who was a very much one of us. Yeah. yeah. Right. A crying clown. Yeah. I or laugh, what is it? I laugh yeah. so because I I don't want to cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, and and so three of those actors you named, or two of those were drug related. Mm-hmm. Tests. Can John Candy was he just? I think it was uh, yeah more uh, just. Excess related, but no, I think it was uh, heart failure. Um, And there was there was a fourth: Farley, Belushi, uh, Candy, and oh, Sam Kinison was the fourth. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and it's a four-letter word. The name of the movie I can't remember. It starts with an A, but yeah, it's an Eskimo in the big city. And at some point, all four of those act a nook. That's what it is. A and U K. Okay, Jeff. I think I'd heard this from the ether. Wow! Boom! But. Uh, was that so, prior to the? Because I wonder if that inspired him to write something about getting cleaned up. He, if all those people are. <clears throat> well, he. I know that he started shopping it around. I think in like as early as '78, he had a deal to do it, mm-hmm. and then uh, obviously all it passed through all these various mm-hmm. hands, and people kept wow. passing. That is a that's a good trivia. So if somebody that's comes to you and they're like, "I yeah. got this Eskimo comedy," <laughs> yeah. and don't take. Do it. not read that. Don't. That's crazy. Uh, so, but in any case, uh, I have also seen Clean and Sober. Um, but it's been a while. Um, so I imagine, well, that's interesting that you, cause you, does, I wonder if the screenplay holds up the same or differently than the film and if either holds up at all. Yeah. Did, did it hold up? Yeah, it did hold up. I mean, is it, did it, was it, was it legit then in 88, 89, um, and does it hold up? I, I mean, I have my thoughts. A lot of it was, I don't have experience in rehab. I don't right. have experience in AA. Right. But, you know, you get some of the stuff that feels a little, you know, it's like uh, even to this day when, when they do like computer stuff on a show on TV, it is so blatantly wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah. It, 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 there's some stuff that did resonate, but some stuff yeah. I'm like. So what were the things? Well, uh. That you were like, oh, that's bull. The, well, the, the the most the the most bull thing is that I noticed when I was watching the, actually the trailer before I watched the mm-hmm, movie just mm-hmm. recently, um, and it happens all the way at the end. And m- maybe it's not bull. Maybe mm-hmm. it is what happens. But when he's basically speaking in front of a massive auditorium full mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. at, at a meeting mm-hmm. about a month ago, I had a few problems, and. Um, I figured the only way to deal with these problems was to uh, disappear. Are there meetings that mm-hmm. are massive? Are just regular yeah. nightly meetings? Oh, really? Yeah. Some. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, there's a couple. Like I've been at you know meetings in Los Angeles. So there's some just LA. Huge meetings. Usually, Chicago had big <clears throat> meetings. Yeah, meetings like that. Oh, there are just huge yeah. auditoriums. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. A couple of things. I was like. The smoke, I, it was funny. The smoke struck me like, because meetings are non smoking anymore, but right. I remember going to meetings that were that. But you could tell they Hollywooded that thing, man. They like brought out a smoke machine. They were like, right. you're going to make right. this smoky. Also, that was what, 80, <laughs> 88? 88, right, right. Um, you did smoke <clears throat> a lot. And he was just chain smoking through that whole movie. Well, everybody was. Yeah, it was crazy. just funny. Yeah. The, the amount of smoking that was taking place. Which well, they used to tell you, like, when you, and I'm sure you were told now, don't quit smoking in your first year of spreading. Like, yeah. I had people, because I was like, oh, shit, you know, for some reason you're on this quitting spree. You're like, this is going great. I'm going to quit I'm gonna smoking. I'm going to stick right. Both my sponsors in my first year were like, no, you're not. Yeah, well, <laughs> you keep no. smoking. I'll go buy you cigarettes. It's interesting. I've been told that. Yeah. I've seen, you know, people say that, you know, just yeah. iron, you know, whatever, like uh, white knuckle it and do it all at once. But I just I cannot imagine. <laughs> I cannot imagine yeah. quitting smoking and trying to quit any other drug. I yeah. can't imagine um, being successful. Yeah, that, I guess that's what you know. It, it, I, I mean, I right. no. I, I thought um, that I loved how the movie opened. I was surprised by it. I thought it was going to be a lot cheesier than it was. You yeah. know, just the previews didn't do the right. movie actual justice. And I, you know, it's not like it's oh my god, a four star right. killer movie. You know, it had it's some of its plot points. The love story. I was I was so happy how the love story. <laughs> I was about done with that story. You know story. what's crazy? Me too. I, <laughs> I, was, like, I was getting pissed off. I was I basically know. looking at my watch. Yeah. Like I'm going about, a th- I'm like, is the last third of this really going to be a shitty love story? Because yeah. I, I couldn't and, remember and they from were, the first time. I finally I setting you up. Yeah. Which was good. And I was like, thank <laughs> God she got killed. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
well, you know, not not that it was her, and not that yeah. it was right. so, but that there were repercussions, and that yeah. Well, that it was speaking of what what, what didn't resonate. And we're jumping all over mm-hmm. already, but you know, first of all, that all that took place within thirty days. Yeah. Well, even so, on the page, that was a little bit. Yeah. Oh come on! Yeah. Right. Gotta have a few down days. Yeah. And then nobody brought up the you should probably wait a while before you start hooking up. Particular. I mean, he yeah. was. 13th step and before he had done the first. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, yeah. But uh, it's true. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because it's, I love how it opened though with him, this, the dead girl or just this whole, yes. That was, that it was good. It just like, and we didn't have the, we didn't have to watch him use. No. no. We didn't have to watch any of the drunk log. No. We just were thrown right into it, which I, I appreciated. So it was just all about getting sober. Right into the overdose, the yeah. police, yes. the immediate <laughs> ramifications of. Yeah. What you knew were years of reckless behavior. Right. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. didn't need that backstory. No, yeah, no. In, in, yeah. So I thought I thought that was a really good part of it. And his, it was funny. The the part that it's hard to capture. He tra- he went from he transformed a lot in thirty days, right? Yeah. And I think that's that was a hard thing to capture, right? Because it was, mm-hmm. it was. I don't know if there was ever that moment where you were like, "That's the thing that did it." And he just bullshitted his way, which we all do right. for those mm-hmm. first 30 days, like kept this facade up, kept this tough guy's facade up. And I don't know at what point did he really start to realize that he wanted to stay sober more than he wanted to drink, which he obviously did because mm-hmm. he had plenty of chances to use uh, once he got out. So it was just an interesting if I were betting on him as a real dude who walked into a meeting today, I'm like, oh, you're never going to make it. Oh, no, no, no. I would not. <laughs> yeah. No way like in hell. If he walked in there, I'd be like, no, you're not done yet. I had that conscious thought throughout. But he was. Well, in the movie. He was. Well, he got... Right. He left, got kicked out. But didn't use. No, immediately. But he tried. But he really tried to. He really tried, tried On the page, he's at a payphone, and yeah. he's trying desperately right. to call his dealer. A Coke dealer. Yeah. And he doesn't get one. Yeah, and right. he calls his sponsor accidentally. He calls his sponsor right. on accident. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Which, yeah, that's that was you know that serendipity happens a lot. Right. You hear those kinds of stories all the time. Oh yeah, you do. You all do. those coincidences and things that just you know. Anytime you're in a meeting that has to do with God, people are going to be speaking about the presence of God in their lives yeah. vis-a-vis strange coincidences. Yeah. And right. Sometimes that frustrates me. Yeah, it does like, it? It's a, well, it's almost like you're setting up God as this cosmic prankster who's got a Jones for strange serendipity in our right. lives, you know? Like, and then I unwrap the package and it was the ring I lost a year earlier. And that means, it, or, you know, I yeah, just, right. it, it, I don't know. I'm just a curmudgeon. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, uh, and we don't need to make it about that. But I mean, no. there, there's a case to be made either way. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the case, something. Good things can happen serendipitously or by some other right. hand. Right. But, um, you know, in this case, when, when he did get his his guy, his sponsor, which all that, again, not knowing AA, not knowing how it all works, mm-hmm. some of that's, and, and I know they have to compress it for film. Mm-hmm. And I think the only, like, the only reason I got prickly about it is because I, I, I get sensitive to oversimplifying mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. sober and recovery is all. Yeah. And so... I just felt it felt like, you know, when Morgan, when they pull up and Morgan Friedman goes, "My job tonight is to find a sponsor. What's the sponsor? Somebody you can relate to. Somebody who's heard all your bullshit before. Somebody who, um, well, you'll know him. You'll know him right away." You know, I spend a lot of time on Twitter about people like looking and looking and trying to find the right one and having yeah. all this trouble. But first meeting, first night, their job was to yeah. find a sponsor. That's but, and you know what I would. I, uh, my advice for newcomers is get get a sponsor the first night. Ask really? anyone. Get yeah. a temporary sponsor. All right. sponsors are temporary. That's okay. What, it yeah. doesn't really matter who you get on your, your first. Find someone that said something that. And but just getting one is, I think, more important than not having one. Got it. And if it doesn't work out, fire them. Get in, get another one. Okay. Or just stop calling them and start calling yeah, someone. Exactly. I mean, you, you don't know, have to I, fire them. Just right. stop calling them and I got that advice and it worked out. Yeah. Well. Right. So it does, you can, you do just go in and you don't, so it's not about sort of, inter- like, it's not like an interview process no. where you like talk to some people and no. you know, I'll get back to them and they think about it. They think about you. You can go and say, will you be my sponsor yeah. and by yeah, the I end think, of an evening. Yeah, go to a meeting if someone says okay. something you like or mm-hmm. <clears throat> has something that you want, ask them. 
Yeah, make sure they have a couple years, right? Yeah, a couple three years. They say, yeah, just find someone who has something you want, and yeah. then that's your that's your person. And yeah, when you're when you're brand new and you're maybe you're not in the best place to mm-hmm. find that positivity. If that person has what I want, nobody yeah. has what you want. When right, you're brand new because they're sober, and if you don't right. want that, then sorry. But um, <laughs> no, I I I'm right, I'm right with you, Jeffrey, on that one. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Someone, I think, anyone is better than no one. And people, I, in my opinion, when you're yeah. new, you'll you will try everything to separate yourself and not do it by the book. You'll mm-hmm. try everything right. to say I'm slightly different. I don't have to do it the way that these people have done it, and and you can do that. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And we've all done it. I oh, yeah. did it. I did it for two years. I tried to do it differently mm-hmm. than they told me to do it. You yeah. did it. Yeah, over over ten years of. <laughs> of uh, selecting around. Yeah, I'll do those steps and not those. Right. And I'm going to do this part of it and not that part. And, and eventually, it just you you come to the point where you're like, oh, I'm just going to do it exactly the way they told me to do well, it. Yeah, <laughs> fail, failure is a strong, she's a harsh right. mistress. You know? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. And well, and that makes sense. I mean, yeah. to me, if you're going to be a part of... Yeah. I mean, to me, it's a method. It's yeah. a method. It's mm-hmm. a method. If you're going to use it, it's about use it. Don't try to change the rules, right? A it's like, right. Otherwise, right, yep. there are other there are other options. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing that was interesting, again, not knowing, and and you're educating me that I'm on some on a lot of these I'm wrong, which is yeah. kind of refre- like yeah. refreshing. Like and they got that right. That yeah. They, they got it right. Yeah. But when he when he accidentally gets his sponsor and. Or he's not a sponsor yet, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he becomes him based mm-hmm. on that call, that accidental call. Yeah. And he says, You know what an inventory is? It's a list of everything you've done caused harm to other people. I want you to make a fearless and searching moral inventory, Daryl. Write it down and have it with you at 1230. Fearless and searching moral inventory. Hey, look. Daryl, Dar- just do it. It'll take your mind off calling Larry. There's a coffee shop on the corner of 2nd and Martin. Yeah, I bet there is. What are you going to bring? Drugs. Lots of drugs. An inventory. Now, you got an hour and a half. Go park yourself someplace and do it. Now, is that real? Can you do an inventory? Uh, of, I, uh, not, not that it matters if I can it's speak real or from not, it. but Yeah, in my experience, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I love... I, it's almost like that could work. It's not right. unrealistic. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that next time. Like, don't fuck around. People Just put, meet me with a... Meet yeah. me in an hour and a half. Okay. You got to get this done. Because everyone will put that off and put that off. That's yeah, one of the hardest... measure of That's willingness. a step that people will put off forever. And if you don't... But that's a really good way to do it. Can mm-hmm. you do and that's, it? That's the step... To me, that's the step that separates the men from the boys, as mm-hmm. they say, right? Hmm. Is this ability to... Do this and try and get rid of all that stuff. And the girls from the women. And the girls from the women. Okay. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> the men I'm, from the just women, saying. girls from the boys. Are... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they say. But but yeah, I thought that was that you was know really what, cool. That, that is, that is yeah, an interesting way to look at it because I know, yeah. I know my sponsor said, all right, you're going to do your fifth step on Saturday at this time. Yeah. And it was 10 days out. Yeah. And it was, you know. Schedule. That's it. It was mm-hmm. That was the Tired drop dead date. are you doing one with your Yeah. Wife? Yeah, I will. Yeah. He's, he's like, we're doing this. Yeah, he's got me. Like yeah. I said, he's got me back at square one. Oh, so. good. Which is good. It's good. Where you know, wherever he wants me to be, I'll, yep. I'll be. Yeah, that's interesting. But the best advice, and I don't know if I said this, but write down the things you were going to take to mm-hmm. the grave with you on right. a matchbook. That's your fourth step. Write down on a thing, matchbook. Yeah, that's how. That's all it they make. To really be. big matchbooks. Yeah. <laughs> no. The three what? things. Everyone's got those three things. You were not going to tell <laughs> right. anyone until you were just not going to tell anyone. That was the things you were going to bury mm-hmm. deep inside your soul and take to the grave with you. And that's that's mm-hmm. if you can get those out, right? <laughs> that's it. Well, and that is interesting. All these things that I that to me like seem like they might not ring true. With you guys explaining them now, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like that makes sense mm-hmm. though, in the sense to put that compressed time yeah. f- timeline on it, a time frame. Yeah. And. Uh, and then go meet M.M. at Walsh uh, while he's eating milkshake and cake and a uh, bowl of ice cream. The, the biggest, wow, just but the biggest how it was. bullshit in that scene, though, was Michael Keaton uh, telling his sponsor, like he called his drug dealer, gets a hold of his sponsor. So the biggest bullshit that scene was Michael Keaton not making up some bullshit thing to his sponsor yeah. right, and right. going to get some drugs. Right, right. <laughs> if you're already in the mind frame where you're going to buy drugs, I mean... <laughs> yeah, like... Hey, oh yeah, I gotta go. Uh, bad connection. Yeah, yeah. Mind of an addict. <laughs> what did, addict, you know? Didn't he try yeah. to like say it was an accident, and then like, and then Walsh does that. 
Like, was it? Yeah. You know. You called for a reason. Or did God make you call yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was good. Because it's funny. Lots of, rarely do people call before they relapse, if they're going to relapse. Like, yeah. you, you say this all the time in meetings, like, call me before you drink. Call yeah. me before you drink. Call me before you drink. Right. And don't, don't call me. <laughs> hey, that's what my sponsor used to say. Call me before. Don't call me after. Don't call me after. Right. right. Don't call me during. Right. <laughs> don't call after. Right. And so you both have sponsors. Mm-hmm. Do you get... I, do you, I don't have sponsors. Oh, you don't. Do you Ooh. get calls from... Yeah, both my guys are okay. Like, they're not they're not teetering on the edge mm-hmm. of whether they're going to stay sober or not. But the new guys, you'll get a lot. Or they just... Yeah, you'll never see them again. Mm-hmm. And, you, and then three months later, they'll come in and their faces will be smashed in and whatever. Bad mm-hmm. shit has happened and they're back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that happens. I had one in Chicago a few months ago and he drank... Almost immediately. After rehab? No, after having me as a sponsor. <laughs> like, but, and they, they were unrelated, but I yeah. think it was like 18 hours later. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, it sounded like it held up <laughs> to you guys. I thought it was. I, don't, the, I think, I guess it did. I don't know. I guess because I don't have those experiences. In my mind's eye, it was proportionate to real life in the ways that all movies are proportionate That's to true. real life. That's a good point. You know, it was a Perfect. dramatization. Perfect. It didn't feel any realer or any right. less real. Yeah. Right. It just felt like it was, you know, Cinematic. they had to tell the story in two hours and yeah. liberties were taken. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that said, I, I like the way you're approaching it, Jeff. Everybody's journey is different. And mm-hmm. Hell, why not? Yeah. Why not make it work this way? Obviously, yeah. somebody who's done it and is sober is telling you to do it this way so right yeah um but but i didn't feel like i i don't know i feel like movies and television so often get aa and get recovery wrong mm. and it's it, frustrating oh, you know? sure, yeah. oh you'll absolutely see, i mean have you ever seen an aa meeting like on a sitcom good evening my name is frank and i'm an alcoholic <laughs> Well, I felt like this got the desperation down yeah. and it got some of the some of the bullshit down, mm-hmm. you know, some mm-hmm. of the denial. Definitely got that. Of early recovery yeah. Yeah. was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going to a treatment to escape your. Like, oh, I'm going to go hide out in this place for thir- oh, yeah. however long that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was bang I, on. I, yeah. Lots of people are treating it that way, right? right. No question. Running yeah. from your problems. People yeah. are after you like, oh, I'm just going to go to treatment. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a character Yeah, portraying it, I thought, got it got it down. He, I think he got that down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, he had uh, a great mullet, if I recall. He did correctly. have a great mullet. It was a good nice mullet. fluffy. Flaxen. <laughs> like the wings of a majestic it was, bird. It was superb. Yeah. It but, was you know, superb. 1988. Yeah. Did you feel like the movie held up? It's, you know, it's funny. I kept waiting for it to be more, like, if it was made now, it'd have way more depravity in it, right? Yeah. It would be a yeah. lot, I think right. the bottom would be a lot lower. Uh, so for that era, though, you read the reviews at that moment in time, and mm. they talk about, oh, how harrowing and whatever right. it was. So I, but yeah, it wasn't as harrowing as they would have made it now. But it, no. yeah, it's, I thought... There were lots of parts of it that rang true. Yeah. I don't think it was a perfect movie, but yeah, there was lots of parts of sobriety it. Sobriety in it the was, era. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. AA flavored sobriety in the era of payphones. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm it's just crazy. glad I live no, in I'm the kidding. time frame I live in. Yeah. I know he ends up at the mall calling his drug yeah. dealer right? yeah, to try to find a on a payphone pay bank, right. you know? Like, <laughs> I would have been so drunk by the time I found a payphone. Yeah. And then uh, I don't even know. I mean, I keep calling him by his real name. M.M. at Walsh yeah. shows up. And he his goes, sponsor. I'm going to assume that most of your friends these days are selling drugs. So I want you to screen all your calls. And brings him an old answering yeah. machine and yeah. <laughs> a cardboard box. <laughs> that, that, and that was it in. That scene was above and beyond. I mean, the where the sponsor goes in, moves oh, into the house. Oh, right. And does the. Cleans all the yeah. stuff out, dumps everything down, which is great. I've never yeah. personally done that. Oh, before. really? No, that, that, that was, was a good. 
That was a good scene. You got to start doing that. It's like, I got to start doing that. Yeah. Take you home. I'm going to rifle through your house. <laughs> Dump all your shit down the toilet. Bend over. Yeah. Wrap your nuts out. Give you a... <laughs> right. yeah. Give me two coughs. Yeah. Yeah. What are you hiding up there? Because it is true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's, that is going above and beyond. Yeah, that's hardcore. That's good. And blowing around. <laughs> the whole thing. But I thought that was good. Yeah, that right, was a good well. scene. Yeah, the whole... So the last... The, and then the, I guess the imperfect part of that movie was they set up Charlie dying. Charlie getting hit by a car with this last third of a love story where Michael Keaton is going out of his way to try to save this woman Mm -hmm. from living with this coat, you know, this sick codependent, real drug adult relationship with pot smoker Dan or whatever his name was. Lenny. 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 And it, it, that, that whole thing. And they're desperately trying to make this moment of impact Mm -hmm. really mean something by having this. And, and that it just, I don't know, like, I don't know if I bought the whole idea of Michael Keaton's character all of a sudden transforming into this person who wasn't trying to shag her, just wanted to get her away from this. So as a real true thing. And so I, then I kept thinking, is he just trying to fuck her? Because that makes sense. Like, I could see that. <laughs> Initially, really yes. care about her? Well, do you really care about her? In in the last 15 days of this 30-day right. period. That's, a, that's when I'm it gets like, like, gosh, everything is so compressed. And then, of course, she dies, which we were like, thank God, they did not. Right. That was almost like a shaggy dog. Like, <laughs> you know, this ramp up yeah. and you're preparing but for I, But that was, so uh, how did and... this get made? That was, so you wonder if there's original screenplay, didn't mm-hmm. have that in it. The studio said, oh, we need a love story for this. Right. All right, but Give we're me that killer. Wait, so, <laughs> so guy, Michael Keaton lives at the end, yeah. and he's sober. Right. Well, somebody's got to die. Right. Somebody's got to die. What we about the broad? Yeah. Right. So, because that just didn't seem like it fit with the first two thirds of the movie. Like it was just bolted on. on. Well, totally. I mean, when it's when the love story started, like just seeming like it was just that. So was, was that what in was the screenplay? Happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so absolutely. It was, was it, it written? I mean. It was it. It didn't feel as jarring as you guys are describing oh, yeah. it to me. Oh. It felt a little bit more organic. Okay, like you you knew that. I knew there was going to be some t- deep tragedy at some okay. point. And if you would have asked, my money was on her dying. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I didn't. I kind of didn't. I forgot. See that I forgot that she. Had, I yeah. saw it before, and I forgot she had yeah. died. Mm-hmm. I didn't no, see this that. Is, what's going on? Like the scene where he's making. He makes dinner, and then yeah. it burns, and he sits there, and he smokes a cigarette, and then she shows up, and yep. then she jokingly. I brought some tequila and it's a bottle of soda and then they have a, I'm like this is interminable <laughs> this is going on forever yeah and it's like yeah. the, it's like the meat cute sort of yeah. like <laughs> like I don't know what it is I like it's my like, clean and sober movies about getting clean and sober I know, right? <laughs> right? Just like, they didn't call this clean and sober in love <laughs> that's right <laughs> In 30 days. Right. Um, <laughs> Clean and sober in 30 days. Yeah. Or your money back. Or you get a free pizza. Right. Yeah. Um, as, as a little aside, yeah. the one scene that really rang home and probably not in the best way, and I have changed now, everybody listening, <laughs> I, in my past life, have been Lenny. Lenny smoking a joint? No, no Lenny no. being the kind of ex on the way out boyfriend. yeah. yeah drunk as shit yeah. going over to the new boyfriend's house where the girlfriend was and going ape shit. <laughs> I've been that guy. Oh my wow. God. And getting thrown out <laughs> by wow. the new boyfriend. Wow. With a knife. Really? Yeah. In St. Louis? No, no. Long time this? ago. No, no, no. Where like, was this? Uh, in Seattle. In Seattle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Just crazed, drunken, Madness, madness, going yeah. full like Lenny insane. in Seattle, and did, did you yeah. try to like hurt the guy, and he just like ducked out of your drunk ass way and threatened you with a knife? <laughs> no, it or was something? pathetic. Basically, essentially, got to choreograph this in his head. <laughs> yeah. Did you well, lunge? I've done that was, some, was there some lunging? Yeah. Tell me there was lunging. <laughs> it was, it was as sad, if not sadder, than you can imagine. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, when I was watching that, I was like, I was that guy oh, i wasn't man. the hero i yeah. was the douchebag yeah. at this moment um but uh yeah i know so well, i should t- i i've been the girl who dies before <laughs> well no no it, that that is that's funny so that that scene really that, hit, that hit resonated home. with me i was yeah. that guy i'm like yeah. now i get it i thought lenny i liked right. lenny whoever played that guy i don't know where he was in movies he i don't know a, if i've ever uh, seen him before a slavic name did he yeah he was yeah. good I think he's done other stuff. I, I mean, I recognize the face, but I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. Um, and how yeah. about Tate Donovan and Brian Ben? I, I know it's as great. the douchebag coworkers. Yeah, yeah, 
in the uh, in the synopsis, I, I read it had the the cast and everything. And, and uh, Tate Donovan isn't that the kid? No, no. Who's the kid? You know the 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 innocent. The, the I started drinking when I was nine. That it's his roommate. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's gone he on to be like a character yeah. actor too. Yeah, maybe that was Tate Donovan. I know yeah. Brian Ben Ben played the friend who wouldn't friend. let him crash. Yeah. at his place. Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought right, it was right, his right. brother from the movie, and then yeah, it was just his friend. Yeah, who wouldn't let him crash. His, his colleague or something. Right. Yeah. Um, That's funny. The wife's there, like, yeah, um, drunk guys not staying on this. We've got tennis. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. When I first got, my wife let uh, this guy live with us. When we first got together at my current address, a guy from A lived with me for almost a year. No kidding. Wow. And he kept going in and out and in and out. Um, and my wife was cool with it. My a girlfriend at the time, this was before, but she was pretty much over there all the time. And then when we got married, she was like, Mm-mm. not not so <laughs> cool with it anymore. No. That's not happening With two alcoholics, three's company too. Yeah, that was not. That was not. And he did sleep in the same room, which was very very awkward. Awkward. That's great though that you took somebody in. I did. I took someone in who was just newly sober, had no place to go, and I was like, I got an extra room. Uh, you know, went to me and he says, and, but you know, he was in and out and ultimately went out, went back to jail for oh, four Christ. years, went back to jail for four wow. years, got back out, got cleaned up, uh, had a relapse about eight months ago. Uh, I don't know how, how he's doing. I wow. hope he's doing okay. But yeah. Wow. Just like, you know, one of those things. Well, that's, that's great that you did that. That is I mean, true. You know, rehab, it is. rehab house, right? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. just taking in, you know, extending yeah. the, I just came from a meeting yeah and it was a the 12 step was our topic today so oh good helping hand you got to do it exactly. right exactly yeah exactly help another help another alcoholic yeah and i mean that's that's got to be what and there was no there was no ultimately. god talk in this movie that was the other thing very little there was very little yeah. right yeah I'm and i would to... say for some meetings there's more than others some meetings there's a lot more than others yeah some meetings there's not, not a lot in some like the, the wednesday meeting we go to there's not a lot no, no. The but some of these are. The Friday night, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The one I went to tonight, uh, right. proportionate to, say, yeah. Wednesday. It varies. It varies. It depends in on his, the crowd. In his big, uh, I don't know what's called, share, his yeah. big speech. What it's is bust it? Out. His, his, at the end. It the lead in Chicago. But yeah. His lead at the end. Yeah. Does, does he sit, when he talks about, like, I, about how tough his, the past 30 days was, mm-hmm. and he goes, mm-hmm. does he say, can't wait to see what God's got in store for me or is he no. said, I can't wait to see what next month is yeah what, ne- what next right, month so there's no God yeah so there was um, no God talking any of the right. AA stuff which is interesting I think that's notable yeah that is notable uh, yeah all those big so, yeah. meetings it's fun I don't know if there's a meeting like that here just a big I don't know what the biggest meeting in town is you know, know that's that a good be. question there, were, there was a, a Saturday night meeting um, at Regina High School in Chicago that routinely got 200, 250 yeah. people. It's wow. A meeting. That's crazy. They'd have two speakers. Yeah. No commentary. Yeah. Um, so it was a more of a passive listening experience, right. but yeah. it was a big, a very social event. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's co-ed. There's a lot of mingling. Yeah. and uh, Yeah. Big social night. I think hmm. a lot of people looked at it as their Saturday night out, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So I went to one in like, Santa Monica that up. was like that. Just, yeah. I've been to that one yeah, in Santa right, Monica. Right down, it's, right it's down like, Second uh, Street or Third Avenue, right in a church down there. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Saturday night out yeah. kind, of, kind of deal. Big meeting. It's cool. I, I think actually that's what long ago put in my head. This sense of a meet, big meeting with a bunch of chairs and a yeah. podium up front. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just I didn't remember it being that in my head. It felt like when I saw it, that was a huge meeting. But yeah. if you guys are telling me that happens, then yeah. that's awesome. But yeah, that's what sort of threw me off when I walked into the meeting of a bunch of dudes sitting around a table. Yeah, which <laughs> are ninety-two percent of the meetings in the world, right? Uh, really, are dudes sitting around a table? Yeah, yeah. table. I would well no, in sure. my limited experience. Yeah, I mean the, the meetings like the meetings I'd go to in Newport Beach when I was out there right. were like. Huge. spectator sports yeah. yeah i mean there was enormous amounts of people and yeah. whoever was speaking and whoever shared actually mm. got up on a pedestal and a podium and yeah. was mic'd up yeah and mm. yeah that's a big a meeting. lot of a lot of you know pomp and circumstance which doesn't diminish it at all it's just yeah. a different a little different animal yeah but i'd say most meetings are a lot more intimate but not like audience stage and this is neither here nor there <laughs> i don't know why this is so important to me i think it gets back to my social anxiety but but not like audience 
sort of stage slash podium setup. It's more like sitting around a table. Yeah, and it you know it depends on the format and the construct. Um, yeah, that one we went to had a little problem. right. Yeah, well, and that was yeah, bench people sort of sitting. But um, so here's the other thing though that I, I, that resonated with me um, in this meeting in this movie is when uh, he was in a lot more debt than I ever was. Yes, but uh, when he calls his mom, oh, to ask that was for a money, great scene, which. Yeah, I mean it was it was tough to watch. I, mean, about I, that I made that call to ask Did for money you? when I was like, yeah, just you yeah, know. I have to. Yeah, and it's done that the worst. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a great scene. I forgot about how good that scene was. Yeah, and he's yeah he that's his bottom. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was the bottom of the movie where he started to realize that is where I can't do this anymore. Maybe that, that was, was a it. little maybe a little bit of the true desperation and yeah. not not the avoidance yeah. brand of desperation yeah. but the more you know reaching out a little bit I mean, yeah. in the beginning that's sheer desperation right. yeah. that's that's you know flight yeah i know he's asking her to second mortgage the house well, and she's crying You're like oh that's pretty <laughs> gut-wrenching he destroyed his work his yeah. soon-to-be ex-workplace yeah asks his mom to put a second mortgage on the house yeah Asked to talk to his dad, and his dad hangs up on him. Yeah, and the cleaning lady called the cops. So that yeah. that was when yeah, he decides just, he's you know that's it. And I think from a sort of a yeah, just from a, a, a pride and a sense of self worth, which I totally recognized as as being a bottom, was mm-hmm. like he realized he had just asked his parents, you know, to second yeah. mortgage their home yeah. Yeah. to fund his drug app, which yeah. is just you know, and he had nowhere else to go at that point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've. Not again, not to that magnitude, but close enough. Yeah. And I like mm-hmm. and made that call, and that's uh, all that got me off of was <laughs> smoking, uh, freebasing. But uh, <laughs> you know, did, I managed did they to give. Did they give you money? Uh, my mom did. She did. Yeah, and uh, it managed to. Uh, yeah, I think just the power of like shame at that point just shamed me out of the, what I had been doing. But it was another. I don't know. I don't know how much longer before oh. I sort of. Made the full deal. Yeah, that was a yeah. good scene. That was a really good scene. I like that. See, that movie was rolling, man. Until that yeah. love story, just like yeah, the, the love story derailed totally it. derailed. <laughs> it. And I thought I didn't know if uh, like Morgan Freeman's character. I wish he would have been more Morgan Freeman or something like just slightly meatier, slightly more badass. He was okay. You know how long you've been straight, man? Twelve days. Twelve days, three hours, and twenty seconds. Twenty-four seconds. Twenty-six seconds. That's how we do it, there. Second at a time. Minute at a time. One day at a time. That character still, was like it was that. still relatively early in yeah. his career, you know. Yeah. I don't think he was the brand Morgan Freeman. Yet. No, no. I mean, Keaton right. was a like pretty <clears throat> solid actor. Keaton yeah. was the shit. Huge. You know? Yeah. I mean, coming off Mister Mom yeah. and <laughs> Doctor Detroit, yeah. was that him? Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. And uh, yeah, you could see a little Beetlejuice in his uh, character, mm-hmm. a little manic, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Pre Batman, and now he's back again. You know? I know. This, the second coming. Of yeah, it's crazy. Keaton. Well, yeah, and that was, yeah, of course, that was the other thing that prompted wanting to watch this. And, mm-hmm. but, uh, mm-hmm. So I guess talking it through, it was definitely, I mean, stuff that resonated. Yeah. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. It was, it, yeah. I don't know if it was a perfect movie, but yeah, no. it, was, it was definitely worth the watch. I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a good film. Got the desperation right. Yeah. And, and, there, there's no shortage of recovery-based entertainment out there or recovery-related right. entertainment. So I think that, you know, in the broad scheme of things, this one got it way more. Kind of right a dirtbaggy house, wherever he was. Is <laughs> apartment. kind of like that? <laughs> no. Low bottom. Oh, the rehab? Yeah, rehab it was like, place. Oh, it was totally dirtbaggy. No, no, mine was really nice. Was it? The one in Chicago yeah. was nice, too. Yeah, the one in Chicago was really clean and yeah. nice. I mean, you know, I mean... We're, this one looked like an old asylum or yeah. something like it was. Yeah, yeah. No, it... Um, 
Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Kind of like smoke yellowed. Oh, yeah. smoky. And, yeah. There's a haze in, in yeah. the, you know, was, on film. It's a bit like, yeah, one floor of the cuckoo's nest, yeah. slightly, yeah. you know. A little bit nicer, but yeah. you could kind of a little bit nicer. You could smell it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Did not look like a place where you'd want to sober up. No. no. Versus, yeah. No, the place where I was in Chicago was, was very clean. That's cool. Yeah, this one was a little dingy. Yeah. It was the people that were dirty. Yeah. Oh. No, no. Like, All right, so, well, for, actually, speaking of the, about the, the place, like co- co-ed rehab, I guess they were on different floors. The men and women were on different floors, but yeah. then they had common areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they still let that dude walk around with his his medical gown open and yeah. butt-ass, literally butt-ass yeah. naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's all good. Uh, I've, I've had some experience <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Tell us how that so, goes Okay, down. so I, I went to Hazelden in Minnesota, yeah. which is so strict about the separation of sexes. Obviously, men go there, women go there, um, but if you so much as speak to a woman while you're mm. in treatment there, you'll be kicked out. Wow. My roommate Are they uh, physically passed. in different spaces? They are in different spaces. Okay. We we're, we cohabitate during certain speaker events in the auditorium. Gotcha. But my roommate... Uh, my wonderful, charming college professor roommate passed a note to a girl from mm. Iceland and was gone by the time we got back to our wow. rooms from the actual speaker event and moved them to another facility out of state. So that was, and that's why, how when I read A Million Little Pieces, the mm-hmm. Fry novel, yeah. which is loosely based on Hazel, then I knew it was bullshit because he meets a girl. You can't, no, yeah. not right. possible. Right. Not possible. Um, then I went to a place in, in Newport Beach, California, in which it was totally cohab. I mean, there were men. They, they had a number of condominiums on the beach. Some right. men lived in, right. some women lived in. But all the meetings were on the beach or in a common clubhouse. There was all sorts of tomfoolery going on. Lots of lots of FaceTime with the opposite sex. Mm. Wow. And then the place where I just was in Chicago, um, you know, 10 months ago was not... Uh, it was a men's house of recovery. Yeah. And all dudes. Very brave women would come to meetings there, but yeah. they were a pretty salty lot. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I can't wow. imagine. To me, that would just make it so complicated to get it. I mean, I just I can't imagine the, the co ed aspect of it, particularly if uh, I was the opposite co. And one of the other, you know, the dude, like the dude, the dude walking around with his hospital gown open yeah. with his, I'm just like, how does that work? But, oh, they, they were like at the, at the place in California. You know, the, you're on the beach, right. so everybody's. Not only are you with the opposite sex, right. and you're four days sober, right. but they're in bathing suits. Right. I mean, it was just a. It seemed like a social experiment. It was right. just a bad idea. <laughs> Did people stay sober out of that one? Was the sober? Nobody I knew there had? stayed sober. Okay. Um, I left after 30 days, right. and then I managed to stay sober for a few years after that because okay. I was scared so badly. But no, my mm-hmm. within two hours of arriving at this at this place, getting off the plane, arriving there, checking in, going to my condo. I saw somebody shoot heroin maybe 90 seconds after arriving in my room. My, my, my roommate's first words to me were, hey, man, nice to meet you. Can you help me tie off? I'd never seen anybody use intravenously. Wow. And here I am like, like, sure. So tie off? Yeah, I was just going to do that for you anyway, new friend. You know? Um, but uh, yeah. Wow. So, And you know what? It's funny. People in recovery are of two minds about this. Some guys will tell me, oh, my sponsor wants me only going to men's meetings. Mm-hmm. I go to a mix. You know, I go to a couple mm-hmm. men's meetings sure. during the week. I, yeah. Usually the weekend meetings I go to are co-ed. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't draw a big distinction. I don't oh, think. yeah, yeah. I think at this point, but I mean, there's like day one in that Day rehab. one, you're looking for any distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And it's another you distraction. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people through you know in treatment threw themselves into relationships. And, mm. You know the secrecy of it, and mm-hmm. they, it just right. can become a completely all-consuming preoccupation, and probably not good when your priorities are right. supposed to be in other places. But. Yeah, the, the one other the little amends scene where he had to go and uh, to his work and try right. to make amends with that. Yeah, that one was was it, in the movie was it ninety two grand or something? Yeah, fifty two something. Stolen. There was yeah. a two. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. 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 So then he gets all uh, righteous. He got super angry really fast. I thought that was weird. Through. Well, first off, he lied. Yeah. First off, he lies. While he's doing his amends. That's true. He's lying. He's he, lying. He, what, did he, what did he say? Like, I, I had, I tried, I accidentally gave my secretary yeah. my bank account. Bank account. I was account. in the hospital. And accidentally transferred right. it into my bank account. Whoops. Yeah. And Bad then they're like, lie. oh, then can you give it back? And he's huh. like, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, all right. 
drug problem. And I went into a program at a clinic. And now I'm back on my feet again. Well, that's fine. We're still talking about embezzlement here. People go to jail for that sort of thing. Fuck you. People go to jail? Hey, Hank, we could go to jail. All of us could go to jail, man. On a lot of stuff. Did you ever get a look at one of this guy's appraisals? I have a drug problem. And then they finally right. made him admit that. And he says, I had yeah. a drug problem, which yeah. is interesting, too, the past yeah. tense. Like, yeah, it's so all it better now. It wasn't a great amends. Right. It wasn't a great amends. I think it's super angry at him all. We give his amends one and a half stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Thumbs down on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then Michael. he starts accusing them all of what they're, yeah. they're guilty the of, yeah. <laughs> which was awesome. Love hookers, too, and yeah. go whatever. Look at Tom bought a boat. What? Yeah. Uh, man, that's not, yeah. It was not a good amends. I don't think that's going to produce the desired effect. Yeah. No. Yeah, then they fired him. But they did forgive his dad as long as... Or they didn't prosecute him. They didn't him. prosecute him. Paid right. him back and fired his ass. Right. That's nice. And then he gets angry with him about how much he sold. I sold how right. many properties. It's kind of yeah, the self righteous. Yeah, but what about what you did to me? And that was at the me, end of the movie. That I was towards the end you. of the movie. Yeah, that was. Wow. I'm surprised he didn't relapse. I kept waiting for him to relapse in this movie. Yeah, you know what? It's right. funny. I did too. I kept right? thinking, "There's no, there's no way. way. There's no way he's gonna make thirty days." But you know, that's where Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. like he's doing everything Over, wrong. Adver- you know, you gotta overcome the adversity. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I had forgotten what happened. I yeah. didn't know which way it was gonna go when yeah. she got. Hit when yeah, she yeah. got hit by the car. Because a guy who thinks he can control somebody else's addiction needs to know how overblown his thinking is. Could anybody make you stop, Daryl? No, sir. Nobody but you can. Not me. Nobody. <sighs> um, like I thought that might be relapse. I thought, does this movie end with him relapsing? Yeah. So do you think you relapsed? you think you made it? Like in real, you know? Oh, if it was clean and sober yeah. too? Clean and sober too. Yeah. yeah, I would say... Uh, clean and sober too. Yeah, this time it's personal. <laughs> uh, I would say... Uh, Deeper, darker, and harder. Rock bottom. I don't, I, don't think he, I don't think he makes it. I don't either. I don't think he makes it. But, you know, it's, I, I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. In real life, I'm always wrong. Are you? Oh, yeah. About, about who's going to make it. Oh, right? who's going to make it and who's not? Yeah. I'm terrible. And, really? you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because You book I, a lot of guys who are full of shit that you're like, oh, yeah, they're going to make it. And then it, it's all a reflection of me. You know, the typical self-centered <laughs> addict and alcoholic. I mean, if, I, if I'm if i in a really good place, I think everybody's going to make it. Right. And if I'm really down on myself or on the program, then no. it's good. You're full of bullshit. You know I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all, it's it's projection. But, um, but I would say based on the evidence put forth. Yeah. Probably not. Well, and he seems really, I mean, he hadn't done any work on being, I mean, he was really self-centered. I mean, even him trying to rescue her was sort of yeah. self-centered pink cloud shit, right? He's trying to it's take what's hostages, in it. right? He's it's a what's in it for me. Everything yeah. was a what's in it for me moment. Yeah. I don't think right. he lost his yeah. Yeah. self-centered. Yeah, his. yeah. He didn't lose face to save his ass. It is funny because he's trying to take a hostage. He's like, I'm lonely. I need something. Right, exactly. I'm going to save this girl. Right. That's good. You know, it's so funny. You said that to me, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. You got to lose face to save your ass. Yeah. And that was one of the bumper stickers I hadn't heard before. <laughs> this is this is a while back. But uh, yeah. but I think it's absolutely true. Once you stop yeah. worrying about, you know. How you look. Yeah. It's, long, it's, it's, not, yeah, it's yeah. not all about the presentation anymore. Right. You know? No. All right. All right. Well. Um, so Matt had a good, a little interesting work thing today. That uh, we should chat about. Well, that's a great segue, Jeff. It is a uh, great segue. No, Jeff and I were talking on the way over here. Yes, and you know we work together now. Yes. Oh, excellent. I did not know that. Uh, not, it's me. not. I, I'm there every day. I'm freelance. He's <laughs> permalance. Well, he's like semi permalance. Yeah, they're All like right. yeah. yeah. So I don't think I'm going anywhere. Yeah, that's the hope. Anyway, well, that's great. So I've gotten to know everybody pretty well, and yeah. I've known them now for a few weeks. Right. And today, just we're sitting around um, shooting the shit, and it just comes up organically in conversation. None of these people know that I don't drink. Right. And they were talking about quitting smoking. And it, it, anyway, it all came down to, and somebody mentioned Jeff. Yeah. And they said, now, did Jeff quit smoking when he quit drinking? And I said, no, you know, I think he quit smoking after. Actually, you guys, you know, I, I don't drink either. But anyway... And this was the first time hmm. I had said this. Hmm. And uh, 
And there were, you know, like seven of us. It's a pretty small group, but mm-hmm. that, those are the people I come in contact with every day. And then, so after this conversation, I consciously, I had a moment where I thought, am I acting differently? I felt as if I was very relieved. Mm-hmm. I was very relieved. Mm-hmm. And nobody made note of it. Right. One girl did call me in her office about an hour later and say, oh, gosh, Matt, so this is weird, but, you know, I've invited you out for drinks with us like seven times, <laughs> mm. and um, which is true, almost daily. Hmm. She's, you know, right. and uh, and I've not declined because I don't want to be around alcohol. I've had other reasons. Sure. I've been busy or just haven't really yeah, wanted to do that. So um, the long and short of it is I felt this palpable relief and right. I felt like I was acting differently yeah. and I felt like everyone was relieved. And I know this is all through the lens of my own right. diluted self-perception, but sure. I really felt like just that one little admission allowed me to fully be myself. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, one of the things I've learned about myself and in recovery is I'm just way more comfortable when those around me know it's such a huge part of my life. Yeah, it's yeah. such a huge part of my life that yeah. it's part and parcel of me, you know? Yeah, right, I mean, exactly. if, you, if you were, Matt, all right, w- uh-huh. give us you in five sentences. Right. Recovery is right up Exactly, it's sure. Not, it's not going to be like, oh, and I, let's see, I like baseball, and what am I forgetting? No, it's yeah. like, you know? Um, baseball's also up there, though. Yeah, in the five and chicken sides. and waffles. But yeah, yeah but I you know it. what? I, it, was, it was strange. I really mm-hmm. felt lighter on my feet. I felt like more me. I was joking Absolutely. around. And sure. It, and it felt like people were kind of projecting that back to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I had a strange moment of of that actualized, like, hey, um, okay. I don't know. I exhaled. I felt I felt good. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I mean, that is a terrific story. That's fantastic. That's I think. I yeah. mean, it, it's a huge relief because it's yeah. something that, and I, I've been thinking a lot about this too. I and mean, we think about it all the time. What am I talking about? I mean, it's not something that you should. I, one should feel they have to keep secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just even today on Twitter, there's a little discussion about the anonymous aspect of AA and what um, what is what it means. It's still like a question. It's mm-hmm. surprising how how often it becomes a question. Like, what is it? The eleventh tradition about not promoting. The yeah, fact yeah. promoting a yeah. or that you're in a attraction yeah. not promotion, mm-hmm. but I think I think there's still a lot of I would my senses are still a lot of confusion across the organization mm-hmm. people that are in it but what that means like mm-hmm. that somehow you're not so allowed to or supposed to um, own your recovery own your sobriety in public to others yeah and I don't I don't think that's strictly it I think it's changed <laughs> yeah. a bit yeah I first and foremost I think that in the in our career, right. in, in our discipline, it's right. a lot more acceptable sure. because it, That's true. it's creative in nature. That's a good point. Secondly, I think that when AA was founded yeah. in the 30s, yeah. it was so stigmatized right. that to say you were an alcoholic then and to say you're an alcoholic right. now are completely different animals. I, mean, yeah. I think a lot of the dictums that were sort of developed around that time may not be as applicable today just right. because it's a societal... We, yeah. We've had decades to get used to people living amongst us. Right. But if so, I still try to honor people's anonymity sure until they tell me it's okay not to you know because i i mean the meeting that jeff and i go to on wednesday night how many fucking judges are in there yeah how many judges three three four yeah three or four judges and everybody else is in the law and maybe they don't want yeah people to know you know it's a very open group but i can understand i could understand somebody who works or home even home life Mm. you have a uh there were lots of just in diff- different meetings, I've had politicians in my group, uh, musicians, actors, you know, and you never mm-hmm. know. You just never know. Mm-hmm. So even you, you don't want to, you just never know if that will mm-hmm. be a good thing or a bad thing sure. on social media. It's something. So I guess the rule is if you are, if you're comfortable talking about right. you, you personally mm-hmm. with friends or whatever, mm-hmm. then that's what you want to admit. I, you, you don't want to tell anyone else's part of the program. Right. That's mm-hmm. not your progress. So right. I think that's more what it's about. Yeah. But then on, but the way that that press, radio, and film, as they say, mm-hmm. uh, when now social media, 
is you're not supposed to use your last name and be representative of AA. Right. That's right. kind of how it works. Owning your sobriety and representing Alcoholics Anonymous right. are yeah. totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, There's uh, this organization, and it has nothing to do with whether you're success, personally successful or not, which, and I guess the whole point of that was they didn't want someone super famous to become a spokesman for AA in the public's eye and then go out and relapse. And right. everyone thinks, oh, this right. thing doesn't work. Right. right, or to brand it. Yeah, you know? this organization is probably much farther along sure. than that. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really yeah. need to worry about that, but... You know, that tip, that's kind of the the issue I have with elevating celebrity as celebrities as spokespeople for recovery and sobriety in general. Mm-hmm. Never mind just AA, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in some sense, and also because yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I think I think just to come back to your story, yes, it's such a, a nice. It is funny because it is all in your head. Nobody would have cared, but it is. And they believe me, they didn't. Yeah, but it it's good to know. Same as now, if I'd said, you know, right. I'm I'm, uh, I'm actually uh, I I speak a little Spanish, but anyway, yeah. I mean, everybody was just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's good just because now everyone will, you know, not ask you to go out and have drinks or just want to be respectful of that. But yeah, just it's in on you. It's like this thing that, it, and you don't know when to say it. Right. Right. It's not like right. first day you walk in, hey, everyone, Matt, Matt Glorner, I'm sober. Right. Uh, right. Matt Glorner, I'm sober. Ask me to go out for drinks. I'll say no. That's <laughs> what it says on my card. <laughs> Read the back. Read right. the back. No. I so hope they never, keep asking me. Right. I hope they keep asking me. Yeah, of course. You know? And they will. Because I want to say no. But there's never no, this. But it's a great, it's finally great when you can get that in a couple, you know, every yeah, it, when it occurs when you finally organically. Let that out. Yeah. It occurs organically. You can just Tell shelve it and it's out there, you know? And the other aspect of it, is, you know, our audience for something like this is primarily people in or close to sobriety and recovery. Mm-hmm. And not, and it has great value there, mm-hmm. but to a certain degree, we're, we're also talking to the converted, right? Um, and so part of me was, so. was thinking the other day, I, I accidentally posted something I meant to post to sort of my whole recovery followers mm-hmm. socially. I posted it to my, my main Facebook page. And it's basically this graphic I did that's, for the, it, it was prompted by this group like Break Yo Stigma, and mm-hmm. and it had all these things oh, that yeah. I am. I said, you know, yeah. I am al- yeah. addiction, alcoholism, yeah. depression, yeah. Mm-hmm. medicated, clean and sober, stigma free. And I meant to post that just to like my recovery based stuff, you know, mm-hmm. clean and sober and since right now stuff. And I posted it to my Facebook page, and for a minute I went, oh, yeah. And then I realized, you know, I don't care. I've never been anonymous. Mm-hmm. I think my only qualms about that are always like, I don't want everyone to feel like I'm forcing that aspect of myself down anyone's throat, you know, or, or making right. them look at it. Right. But by the same token, what was interesting about then then I decided, you know, there is some value for the people that do feel the stigma that aren't as comfortable as I am mm-hmm. <clears throat> expressing it. And I, I posted my story to LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, so I just figured I'm just gonna own it across yeah. my personal social media as well. Yeah. And the response has been interesting. I mean I've a lot of people come and said, I have a drinking problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, the people just, I never would have known. out there. And that's um, great. And, uh, you know, through social media or yeah. coming like I'm in the business because, you know, it's particularly LinkedIn. It's like business yeah. people that saw it. I'm in the business. I've got, you know, X amount of time sober. I've got. Um, Which is and, great. Uh, it's, it was just interesting. And there's, you know, to me, there's sharing it with the people that aren't. Sharing with normies, mm-hmm. right, is, is got a huge value, and that's what I think is cool about it. You know, yeah, just to show like how to normalize it, <laughs> right, right? To, to normalize it, and and just to kind of put a, you know, put a cap on it when, when not a cap in it, just to make that distinction. But when uh, <laughs> but when I was uh, sitting around with this group to of people bust a, to bust a cap in its ass, when I was sitting around with the with the group of people, um, afterward, um, the same woman who had said, you know, hey, I had invited you out for drinks all these times, she said. Well, it kind of makes my whole not drinking thing silly. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, I'm not drinking for January. Ah, I said, right. really? And she says, yeah, yeah, just kind of to reset. Reset. Yeah, reset. You know? So it's little... it's interesting. That... I'd boost mm-hmm. my way through the holidays. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Kind, of re- kind of resetting, yeah. yeah. A lot of people do it. Dry but, it up. But mm-hmm. you know, once you introduce the topic, and it's not a big deal to you. It hope The hope is it's not a big deal right. to other people. But that's their deal. All right, so. Uh... Good show. Yeah. Should we? What, what do you want to do? You want to watch another one someday? Yeah. Yeah. Someday. Again. Well, let's 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 look into it. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll figure we'll it out. Flight. Go do a classic. Flight. Flight. Yeah. Yeah. Flight. Oh, that's a good one, man. Ooh. Ooh. I, I, I haven't I seen it yet. Some flight. I'd watch flight. Oh, it's so good. Right. Yeah. It's that's pretty good. good. Yeah. 
Denzel. 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 Come on, Chris. That's like a Denzel. good movie. All right. All right, cool. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Be honest with yourselves. Go to your meetings. Talk to your sponsors. For Christ's sake, talk to each other. If you need a phone number, call me. I'll put you in touch. Startling. Uh, but I'm an alcoholic.